Money FM 89.3, the best of Saturday mornings. Well, let's move on. Uh, the, the FIFA World Cup is beginning in uh, just over a week's time. 64 matches happening, of course, in Qatar. Uh, and I think we're going to try to uh, get our guest on. Yep, we'll put a guest on. <laughs> Very <laughs> important. World Cup starts next week in Qatar. All 64 matches will be live across Singapore on the various digital and streaming platforms in Singapore. So let's get him on. Let's do it. Joining us, the the chief of the consumer business group at Starhub, Johan Vus, is with us. Great to have you with us today. How are you doing? Are you excited about football? I am always excited about football, Glenn. And good morning, Neil. Nice to see you again. How are you? Uh, great. Great to have you on. And, and uh, we, we wanted to get right into what's happening with uh, what everybody wants to know the most, which is how to watch the World Cup. And what is that experience going to be like uh, this year, Johan? Take us through it. Okay, cool. Thanks for the question, Glenn. Uh, by the way, uh, in between, your last name is, uh, I need to explain it to you, it's a Dutch last name, but anyway. It is. So, uh, I was Dutch 350 years ago, so there we go. All right, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome. Uh, no, you can actually watch it this time very easy um, in, the, in the shape of an OTT, so you can just either download the TV Plus app or you get a box. There's no subscription one time. Um, and what is different this time around in the viewing experience is similar to what we actually do with Premier League. So you will have the live stats and all the other things which you want to sort of do yourself. Um, so there is um, interactivity and everything around that and obviously great quality viewing. That's the plan. Now, Johan, the reason I wanted to get you back on again, firstly, I was very impressed with you the last time you came on because we asked you some pretty tough questions and you were quite upfront about it. Yeah. As we move yeah. into the streaming age, you did it with the English Premier League. How is a, yeah. a, you know, a platform like StarHub adjusting to deal with the changing <laughs> viewing demands and habits? Well, we went through a learning cycle, no doubt about it. Um, and as you can see, we, we run a very steady performance at the moment. Um, what we take as feedback from customers is, uh, I would say, two elements. Number one is technical viewership in terms of how people can experience the product. And second is the pricing. So um, first on the technical element. So I think people want to watch, as we said, things differently. So we have all the live statistics, you have the interactive timeline, you've got time shift, which is also something actually we get a lot of positive feedback from customers because it always happens like people fall asleep or something like yeah. that, or they're about to fall asleep, or they have to go whatever do. So they can actually just press hold, they come back five minutes later and they just follow the game in their own pace, hmm. if I can call it that way. So there's no disruptions, that's number one. Statistics is another one which people really value. And then I promise you last time you get things like body watch and multi-angle uh, camera viewing. That's coming actually in December. Wow, uh, So that's coming quite soon. Yeah, that's the fun part because then you can really be your own director. And in terms of pricing, look, um, if you look at World Cup pricing, just let's zoom in on World Cup. I mean, in, in, in actually 12 years, the price only increased by 5%. I mean, and I was listening earlier on to some of the... The things which are happening in the world, 5% over 12 years is unimaginable in mm. terms of price increase. It's, it's a monthly price increase for a lot of stuff these days, right? So um, we've we've really worked very hard. That, that's why it came in a bit later than what we wanted, because we wanted to really make sure we had the right price offer for the customer. So you can imagine in the back that required a lot of discussions, negotiations. 
And then the other thing which we really wanted to offer to customers, so that's fully flexible, by the way. You can buy that, you can do whatever you like. It's a one-time, you had the early bird offer, you got the regular offer right now. But separately, because there's a lot of people we noticed who like multiple sports. So we have the T20 running at the moment as well in terms of cricket. So what we thought is, okay, you know what, we'll bundle everything together. So for 52-40, you actually have sports plus, as we call it, that comes with cricket, all the other football leagues, Formula One. And you basically buy, um, for example, an Asian entertainment pack, which comes with you. And then you get Premier League for free, World Cup for free, for the whole period, mm. as long as you like. So uh, we try to make it affordable in many different ways. So price and technical performance. That's a lot of TV time you've got for people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's amazing how much time people actually spend on watching sports. It's very passionate. So, I mean, Thursday afternoon, I hope I'm not... Um, how to call that, offending anyone, <laughs> when uh, India, England was cricket. Actually, we had a lot of people in the office just watching it yeah. on their mobile, on their tablet, because you can watch it on multiple devices seamlessly. So mm. it's, yeah. uh, it's interesting. Well, it's changing. Hey, Johan, when you first uh, introduced the service, I think it was when the Liverpool game. For the English Premier League. Yeah, for, right. the, for the EPL. Yeah. And there were some, there were some uh, questions or some comments from some of the viewers about latency and, and some of the things being yeah. delayed a little bit. Have those challenges, have those problems been worked out from the tech perspective? Absolutely. There has been a massive amount of work, uh, no beating around the bush on this one. Yeah. It has been a humongous effort by the team. Yeah. So um, you're talking about scale, you're talking about latency. So a lot of investments have been done to scale that up. Um, today, if you watch it, it's a perfect 4K. If you have the 4K nice. option and you want to watch 4K, and there is latency is non-existent. I mean, there's always a little bit of latency. For example, if you broadcast a game from London, yeah. I mean, it has to go through some line. But, I mean, between live and, and where it is displayed, of course. But it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just to add to that, no one's paying me to say this. I wouldn't say it if it was true. But I do think StarHub has finally caught up with the streaming trends of the world, the way that EPL is consumed now. Yeah. You watch it on the go. You watch it bite-sized. You can pause it. You can replay it. Exactly. I, I, I can't praise the EPL product enough. But moving forward, I have to ask the question that all Singaporeans I've been asking, and I've been here for 20 plus years, and it keeps happening. Why does broadcasting rights when it comes to major sports? It used to happen, I'm assuming, before you were in Singapore with the English Premier League. It's happened again with the World Cup. Why does the broadcasting rights agreement always seem to go right to the wire? This one seemed to get settled only two or three weeks ago. It's called negotiation. I mean, I know the literal reason why it's negotiation, but, but Singapore is very unique in this. Yeah, totally. Well, um, let me do, let me let me explain this in the following way. I've, I've been in and out on entertainment business for the last 14, 15 years. And there is something which people like in this industry, and it's called drama. So for some miraculous reason, always these discussions and negotiations run down right to the wire. Mm. And why is that? It's complex, especially this one, because we're talking about multiple parties. It's not just two parties in this particular case. Mm. And then obviously you have the content provider in this case, which has their own interest. And we have the interest of all Singaporeans in mind. So you could understand someone on the other side of the table says, mm, I would like to have the most possible out of this, the maximum amount. And we think, oh, okay, guys, hold on. This is what, based on research, we believe consumers are willing to pay for this. And then obviously it comes down to a commercial assessment, what makes sense. And that is complex because there are different levels in terms of sub-rights, uh, possibilities, yes, no, which you want to debate. So 
this one particular for major sports events, and we're not unique in that, by the way, in Singapore, yeah. it's across the world, it's everywhere the same, mm. tend to be, unfortunately, a bit of last minute. So what we try to compensate on this one is that we immediately then, when we can go live, if I can call it, call it that way, can start offering this to consumers. We offer it in a way that, A, it's attractive for customers, but B, they can easily transact, so it's easy to buy online. Mm. That's the mitigation. But awesome. it is what it is. You're totally right, Neil. Yeah. Uh, we're talking to Johan Buse. the process, by the way. I had a lot of hair before this. <laughs> Occupational hazard. Uh, speaking with Johan Buse, the chief of consumer business group at Starhub. And, Johan, you spent over 20 years in the telecom industry working in Europe, Asia, the Middle East. What what do we still need to do in our Singapore ecosystem to uh, to be uh, up up to standards that that we might find in Europe or North America or elsewhere? Are we missing anything? Uh, are there still changes that need to be made? You talked about uh, some of the new changes coming in December, specifically on the Starhub products. But where where are we as a as a telecom society right now? All right. I, I, I would, uh, thanks for the question, Glenn. That's a great question. I would like to maybe split the answer in two parts. So first, go into the entertainment part. Um, I think in terms of broadcast and technology, we, we came a long way. And I dare to say that, in, I mean, for, for example, Premier League, we're the first one in the world to, to offer it in the way we're offering it, mm. which is meaning it's OTT. And what is the benefit for that for the consumer? Because you, you're wondering, right, I had a wonderful IPTV box that works, so why bother me? Mm. Well, you can offer different functionalities which you can't do on IPTV. So the ones which we discussed earlier, like multiple angles, you're in control, party yeah. watch, shift, da, 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 all these things, you can't do on IPTV. So that's number one. So we're actually cutting edge from a, a world perspective, no mm. doubt about it. What we can do better, and, and you, you triggered me because um, one of the things we're really spending currently a lot of effort for uh, on is around the World Cup. The, 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 the studio shows, if I may call it that way, because that's obviously enriching the game. So what is before the game, during the game, and after the game, so these, um, you know, the celebrities, the, and you see with BPL and well. So that's something we spend a lot of effort on at the moment. So you will get a direct feed, actually, around the World Cup games from Qatar, with courtesy of BN, which is one of our partners we work with, who have access to the most famous players, uh, the former players, the referees, the whole ecosystem, in a pre, pre-match and post-match studio. So that will give you this depth. So that's definitely a quality element, which I think, in general, we can still improve on in the country. So that's coming for World Cup on that one. Okay. If you go to telecom on, on its own, so mobile connectivity, home broadband connectivity, um, I think in Singapore, we're so privileged, so blessed. There is no country, besides maybe Korea, no country on the world where you have such great connectivity, yeah. either on the fixed line or mm. the mobile line. You just drive across the causeway, you'll see the difference, right? Yeah. And it's one of those things we take for granted, but it's fantastic we have it here. I just want to highlight that. Brilliant. And just a final question, more of a philosophical one, looking ahead, I like to pick your brains. Yesterday, on your Starhub box, my family and I were watching Enola Holmes 2, mm. the new Enola Holmes. Now, my daughter went to the toilet, and we paused it on the TV, and then she shouts from the bathroom, you don't need to pause it. I'm watching it on my phone. <laughs> so she's watching the movie on her phone. Welcome, we, welcome to the digital right? natives, exactly. right? Yeah. My wife and I are continuing to watch the movie in the living room, in different places. Yeah. It's just another example of streaming. I mean, looking ahead, where is this streaming journey going to take us? Mm. What further changes do you see in this industry? Yeah, nice. 
It will become hyper-personalized, I think, Neil, to your question. And it will, I mean, I always like to think as from a consumer point of view. What does the consumer want? I think the consumer, coming to your point, wants to be fully in control. It needs to be frictionless, seamless. If I go from here to there, I shouldn't be worried that anything gets in, disrupted or anything. Second, I think the personalization, the quality of recommendation will just enhance. So one of the things we're doing actually on the TV Plus box, and um, we have this TV Plus Pro box, by the way, which is with Bang & Olufsen surround sound, which is really beautiful because a lot of broadcasters start also to enhance on not only image quality, but also audio quality. Yeah. So that you have a submersive experience. Now, why do I bring that up? It actually offers you a new range of experiences. And behind the scenes, what we're doing on that particular platform, which is slightly different than the other one, it's actually our sort of you know, more advanced one, is that we pull what we call metadata, which is you have, for example, we have Disney+, Plus, we got Netflix, we got our own channels, we got sports, you got BN, everything. It actually pulls from the lowest possible level all this data forward based on your viewing profile. This is, I'm talking future now to recommend you, oh, you have yesterday watched the T20 game, you probably, based on your profile, would like to see this. Today that's happening within, for example, Netflix, yeah. right? If you have Netflix, it will yeah. recommend, but that's where it stops. What we're going to try to do is to say, oh, it's across everything wow. we across offer as platform, no matter where yeah. it comes from. What is your bet for the final? Of course, it's Holland versus someone. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, 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 I said Brazil, so I'll stick with Brazil, but I've got a feeling Argentina, Lionel Messi, could be. Last chance. Could be. Last chance. Let's see. There we go. Johan, thanks for being with us. Johan Boos, the Chief of Consumer Business at StarHub. Appreciate it. Everybody can tune into StarHub for the 64 games of the World Cup starting uh, next Sunday. Thanks, Johan. Thank you. Have a great day. Thanks very much, guys. Take care. See ya. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.